Hey y'all, I'm Mel, and you are listening to Wilma the Wonder Hen. Are you a chicken mouth loving mama or daddy? Together we'll dive into the latest poultry keeping adventures with a generous mix of some hilarious stories. Bringing you fascinating interviews with poultry owners from all over. You'll find tips and basic advice from your local veterinarian, along with new chicken keeping gadgets and reviews. I'm going to see what Mr. Jangles and Wilma has to say about that. We're going to encourage and help you build a stronger, healthier flock. Let's go see what Mr. Jangles and Wilma is up to. Let's go let these heifers out. Back, y'all. We are so excited. I mean, like, really excited. Uh, we have uh, Reese Sweeney. Is it Sweeney? <laughs> I don't want to say your it name. It is. You got it okay. perfect. Okay. So you got it yeah. perfect. Okay. <laughs> uh, and Reese is from Blackyard Chickens, and he is quite popular, but I'm going to let him explain <laughs> who he is a little bit. Um, just how, just give you, give our listeners a little idea of who he is. So if you could just let our listeners know, Reese, a little bit more about you. Hey, what's up? First of all, thank you for letting me come on your podcast. I'm, I'm a big fan and I'm ready to talk a little bit with you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, absolutely. Definitely a fan of you and Wilma. But let me get to it. So uh, I do radio <laughs> by trade. <laughs> I'm on uh, 107.5 in Atlanta. It's Magic. It's the same radio station as Steve Harvey Morning Show. That's what I do. Uh, my other job is with a nonprofit organization called Positive America Youth. We do a lot of things like food pantry, feed people, and all that types of stuff. Really fun work, really, really uh, heartwarming work, work and, you know, uh, appreciative work. But on the other side, I have this small little homestead, and it's turned into a, uh, a project to get kids interested in, in the backyard lifestyle and chickens and rabbits and, and, and goats. Oh, my. that was that was a lot that was a lot at once Uh, i was hoping that you would bring up your organization because i know uh like i said he this reese is so humble though i mean he's just he's so humble but um i know a lot of people know you from like uh, tiktok and instagram uh but maybe they didn't know a lot of the organizations that you're part of that you give back to your own community And the reason why you started chicken keeping, you know, a lot of people started in COVID because, you know, they wanted to, you know, add chickens. They were afraid of, you know, not being able to sustain their family with food and things like that. And that may be part of it. But but you said that you you're doing it to help the youth and to provide for other families. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That that is um, you're definitely a very humble man. But. Um, Thank you. We would like to hear um, maybe some reasons of why other than, you know, I know that you said that you wanted this is going to be to help your community. But did you always were you on a farm when you were little? I mean, did you grow up in Atlanta, the city or were you in the out in the country? I mean, I know Atlanta has some country parts to it. They do. Yeah. Georgia definitely does. Atlanta, not so much, but I I didn't, I wasn't raised uh, just here. So I was born in New Jersey. Um, it's hardly no country parts there. <laughs> no, no there's not. In, uh, right. I was born in uh, Montclair, New Jersey. I moved around uh, quite a bit when I was young. Me and my mom moved around a lot. 
Um, so I, but I did, I did have a great opportunity. I live with my grandparents. I live with my, um, my granddad and my grandma. It was like the best thing ever. And they were living, living in a small town called Garrysburg, North Carolina. That's where my, my mom is from and her eight, seven siblings. Right. Um, and I lived with my grandparents for a little while and it was, um, it was amazing. My granddad owned some land. He owned some land. Uh, his next door neighbor had like some chickens and pigs. And I just kind of fell in love with, with animals then. Um, he let me get dogs. I caught snakes. I caught a jar full of bees one time when I was little. <laughs> it was the scariest thing for my mother because she hates bugs. So like I was trapping the bees in between the, the screen door and, and, the, and the window. Right. My granddad said he ran out of honey. So I was I put flowers in, in between the windows and the bees would come in there and I cut a little hole out. And the only way they can get out was I put the jar up to the hole and they would come in the hole. So I just catch one. Catch one. At the end of the day, I had like twenty bees, and that, uh, my granddad kind was of like, "Genius!" <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. I had to be like six or seven years old. And when at the end of the day, I stole my granddad. He was like, "I was wondering what you over there doing." He's like, "You caught all the bees." I said, "Yeah." He said, "Well, how you do it?" I showed him. He said, "He called me Bubble." He said, "Bubble, I can't even get mad at you for tearing my window up." <laughs> I said, Pops, I was trying to get you some, some honey. <laughs> so that's, that, I mean, I, I grew up like that. That was part of it. So when did you get into radio? Was that something you always wanted to be is on the radio? I think my dad saw it before me. I played basketball in high school and through college. And um, I thought, you know, everybody that plays and, and, and tries to play at a high level thinks they're going pro, right? And then I um, started realizing everybody was much taller than me. <laughs> so I was like, let me figure this out. So I thought I was going to do like, uh, yeah, exactly. So I was like, I thought I was going to be like maybe coach. I still love the game, but um, it was, it was, I was coming, getting interested in different things. So long story short, my, when I say my dad saw before me, he used to say, I think you're going to be a broadcaster. He said, because every time you talk, people listen. So you got to pay attention to that, right? Yeah. So um, I, that's kind of where the bug got planted. But it was a long story how I got into radio. But I ended up uh, doing professional radio in 2013. I got my first uh, opportunity to be at a, a large FM station. It was at a hip hop station. And I was doing overnights and I was doing very well, well enough for them to say, hey, let me try you out on the weekends and the daytime. And that did really well. Then the opportunity opened up and I got my first um first contract gig in 2016 on Hot 107.9 in Atlanta. And that work went so, so amazing for me up until the pandemic. It went really, really good. I was number one in the market, did really well, got on some TV shows and stuff like that. Sorry, I was moving something, kicked the thing. But uh, it, it, it went really well. And I ended up doing radio. So that's how I got into it. Yeah, I did kind of, I was uh, doing my FBI thing, you know, because women are really good at, <laughs> like being FBI agents. But I did Y'all see. Y'all are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we ain't playing either. Okay. At all. I did see. Yeah, yeah, we can. Don't even try to hide it because we can find it. So it just. Exactly. Hiding it makes it more exactly. fun for us to figure it out. But I did see you were. <laughs> I did see you were on uh, some, all kinds of different uh, TV shows and talk mm-hmm. shows and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. do you think that it, growing up the way you did with your, uh, grandparents and that, do you, th- do you think that helped you now with your chickens and with your goats? Mm-hmm. Do you think you were more ready yeah. to get them 
And also, do you live in the city or are you in the county? I did. I lived in the city. I just moved to the county. Like, I moved to the county in February. The oh. city was tired of my shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> they got sick of me. <laughs> I said, you know what? Yeah. I've been put out of better places than this. <laughs> and I left. <laughs> Because, you know, the city has a limit on how many chickens. It definitely limits mm-hmm. anything that you want to do, really. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, no so goats. now that you live. Couldn't have no, goats oh, in my no HOA. Goats. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No goats. No goats. But it also limits how many chickens you can have. You know, it's like five or seven or yeah. something like that. It's a really mm-hmm. small, unrealistic number that, I mean. Thank you. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I, it I is, know, it like, is. I was in the city. They had too many rules. I couldn't do it. Yeah, I don't know how anybody could live in the city. Although, I know some people who own chickens that live in the city, but we won't say mm-hmm. how many chickens who, they right, who, have. So. How many, right. They only have yeah. five, if anybody has. We, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> do you have... What, how many do you currently have? How many chickens do you have? How many did you start with, and how many do you have now? How many of y'all is it? I got seventeen right now in there. I may have, I may or may not have just ordered twenty. <laughs> Chicken math is real. Chicken math is mathing. <laughs> so um, it is real. Uh, I started out with two. I started out with two chickens, two golden comets. And where did you get those? It was from his farm, um, not too far from here. He was, he was in the county, not too far from where I was living at at the time. And uh, the chickens were in terrible condition. They were in bad, con- bad shape. I didn't know anything about chickens at the time. So I know you asked earlier, did growing up with my grandparents kind of prepare me for this? Yeah. Uh, when I stayed with them, it did and it didn't. I didn't know any of the, the things to do, right? Because I was re- very young. But right. I did grow a love for them. So the love makes you want to find things out and makes you, you know, keep the interest and want to make yes. things better, right? And figure it out. So it did, it did help with that. But the actual uh, what to do and how to do it, no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> yep. I got it, my granddad. If you want to do something, you'll figure it out. That's what I learned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And now since that you have added more, I assume that you are trying to educate yourself more. Like reading more, maybe yes, reading books. Yes, I'm trying to. Where are you absolutely, getting your information absolutely. from? Uh books youtube university uh google the college of google institute yeah. you uh everybody i follow you he uh shocker chicken uh urban chicken farmer their blogs on purina um purina's website they have some really good blogs oh yeah they do um, they have a so lot of good basically stuff. from those places Lots well the only reason why i so, ask is the reason why i ask i'm not judging like where you get your information from i I just know our listeners, a lot of times they get um, confused on where to go. You know, yes. you hear your mother's yeah. cousin's brother tell you, you know, to put mm-hmm. X, Y, Z in their feed and it will fix, you know, everything they've ever had in their entire life. Right. So, so I like right. that you are suggesting, suggesting <laughs> going to real places, you know, like Perina's website, you know, yes. there are different YouTube uh, universities for like chickens and there's lots of different books mm-hmm. like Gail Damaro and things like that. They're actually out there that you can uh, educate yourself. Like you said, if you want to, you will, mm-hmm. you know, find a way to make it better for them. So yeah, that's, that's a great answer. I yeah. appreciate that. I really do. Also, I also don't 
I also will call the vet very fast. Like I'll call a vet and ask him. I'll call um I'll call some local farmers, ask them a question. If some will make the time of day, some won't. But it's like you know, it doesn't hurt to ask a question, especially because these animals basically have their lives in our hands, right? So I don't put my pride. I put my pride to the side when it comes to that. And it's like I don't mind asking people a question. I do get books, and I like to cross reference. And I just got that I think from a journalism background. It's like, okay, if I get this piece of information, I have to cross check it because if I don't, then I'm I'm responsible for putting out bad information. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Especially Mm -hmm. with your account. account, I I would say anybody. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. That is a very. Yeah, I would say always cross check. Yeah, because you're someone else is watching. And anytime I put out information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I always say that. I say I'm not an expert. I'm tr- and if it's something I don't know, I say I'm trying this out. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> so I always do that too. So like this don't do this. I'm doing this, but don't do this. Let me try this out and, let, and show how it goes. Like I'm, I'm I got right now I got this water system right now. And I said, I was trying it out to see how it goes. I've made like three mistakes with this thing already, but I think I got it under control now. <laughs> So what kind of chickens do you have? Oh, and I know you have goats. So can you tell our listeners what kind of goats mm-hmm. you got too? Yeah, I got to go. And the reason I want to do this out here is actually take you guys around as we talk. So I have goats. I have uh, four Nigerian pygmy goats. Um, let me see. Let me see if I can get them to make an appearance. The little ones are a little skittish. They weren't raised by people. So I'm like every day trying to feed them by hand a little bit. Yeah. There we go. Hey, Maisie. Yeah, what? There they go. <laughs> Let me try the other way. <laughs> Let me bring some treats and try the other way. But I have like, four no, Nigerian thank you. pygmy goats. All right, thank no you. camera time for them. They no want no parts of it. No camera time for you. <laughs> They're Usually like, this is I not a pig She's probably like, where's my food? Right. See, there they go. There they are right there. Oh, they are so cute. They are. So I got three smaller ones, and I got Maisie like about three or four weeks ago. So now and you have to learn uh, all about goats. She's probably too. the most people friendly. Yeah, I got a book that I'm reading right now. I'm following a couple cool people. Come here, Maisie. You gonna let me pet you today? I don't have any food. Hey, big girl. Aww, she's, she's pretty. She she's is pretty very cool very to my rubs. <laughs> and I got what's up? And I got uh three more little ones uh, that just keep running around. Uh, but we wanted to know if you had some tips for people. I know you have chickens and you also have goats. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe give us, some of our listeners some good tangible tips that they can use. They can easily implement into their flock, you know, to create mm-hmm. a healthier, better flock. Okay. So one of the hugest tips I've I've learned is my chicken feeder. And I'll, I'll send you a picture of it. But my chicken feeder, it helps so much because it doesn't waste a lot of food. Um, and then ten, um, 10 chicken, like 10 trash cans, 10 trash cans are the greatest because they can store the yes. food in them and rats can't eat through them. That's rats eat through anything plastic. I learned that the hard way. <laughs> yeah. We have some of those yeah. 10, uh, trash cans too. They work very well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So what do you, so, can you give us a few benefits of why people should own chickens? Yeah. One, it gets you outside, like going outside. And just being out in the sun and, and having fun with those chickens, whether you're caring for them, it, it just it just brightens up your day. I, I hate to sound cheesy, but it really does. And if you're having a bad day and you watch a little fat chicken run across your yard, you immediately ha- are having a good day. 
that is like the benefit nobody knows. And then being able to, to give your neighbors eggs and stuff like that. Because chances are, if you have chickens and other animals, you have a dog and your dog is loud because he's probably watching everything in the yard. So bribe your neighbors with eggs, like give them eggs. And then now they don't care that your dog is keeping them up at night because he sees things moving. (laughs) Do you you have just hens or do you have any roosters yet? Do you plan on getting a rooster? I I do plan on getting a rooster. I have. What the heck? All right, Reese. Now you're just playing a game with us. Okay. <laughs> right, right. I, I'm sorry. I had a rooster in my neighborhood, uh, in my in my old house, and he almost got me put out as the HOA. So oh. I had to I had to re reassign and rehome my my rooster. But yeah. um, I'm I'm looking forward to getting a new rooster soon. I have um I have all hens right now. All I got a a house full of ladies <laughs> right now. That's so I, I have some 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 really 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 cool birds. I love them. Yeah, they are pretty amazing. Uh, we do have one more question at the end. If there's anything else that you'd like to share, anything else you'd like our listeners to know, uh, mm-hmm. this you know, you are feel free to eat, to tell us anything you'd like to. Uh, but if you don't have anything, and I know you've been uh, <laughs> very busy today, and I appreciate appreciate you being here. But we just have one more simple question at the end. And also, if there is. Uh, anything that our listeners could do to help benefit uh, your organizations, mm-hmm. like if you have links or if you have, you know, mm-hmm. can you, they donate online, any of those things, we can get information at the, uh, you can uh, send me e- um, through an email okay. links and stuff, and I'd be glad to put that in our show notes. And then that would allow our followers, if they chose to, to um, help with donating to your organizations. But okay. if you that don't have anything amazing. else. I appreciate that. <laughs> Yeah, oh, we appreciate you so much for what you do for your community. <laughs> and I think everyone could do something on a smaller scale. I understand you do a lot, a lot, a lot that makes a bigger impact. But uh, what are a few things that people could do in their own communities that can make an impact? If you can't do it all, do a little. And you can do a little by supporting organizations that do it. So like us, we, we do feed a lot of people every month with our with our food pantry and some of the things we do. But the, the the help can come from, you know, local sponsorships and people just saying, hey, I can't I can only give five dollars. But that five dollars to us because of our partnerships with like Walmart and the food bank and stuff like that, that can go a long way with the family. Yeah. need. You know what I mean? So like uh, you may not feel like twenty dollars is anything, but that twenty dollars could possibly go towards feeding a family for like three or four days you know, through the resources that we have. So find a good organization. Not all of the big names are good ones, honestly. Find a good organization that's doing the work and try to support them. <clears throat> and, um, and and shop local. If you got some local farmers having eggs or chickens or goat milk or cheese or, or, or lotion, shop with them and support them so they can continue to thrive and, and take care of their, their, their farm and as well as take care of their community as well. Because chances are they're, they're giving a neighbor that doesn't have food, you know, eggs or milk or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. That's That's very, mm-hmm. very true. So our last and final question is, if you could put anything on a billboard, what would it be and why? Be nice today. Be nice. <laughs> That's what it would, it would say. Be nice today. You never know who needs to see that. Somebody could be going, going through a crazy experience. Somebody could be going through. Uh, just they may run into somebody that that's not having a great day and being nice to that person or being cordial to that person or just being courteous to that person could change the whole trajectory of what that person is going through you know 
you never know what's going to set somebody off and push them over the edge. But I just know it's really hard to, to be angry to a kind person. And I do that in my comments. If somebody says something weird and I'm like, I have a blessed day. They don't really like to argue with you after that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that that is so true. And Wilma gets some of the weirdest comments and I'm gonna yeah. it started instead of just ignoring them, I'll just, you know, smile, give them a big smile or something. Yeah. I don't come yeah. back to de- belligerent, but that's it. Yeah. I, just, I can't take that's much. It. So yeah, you okay. can give them a little smiley face emoji, and they'll keep doing comments and just tell them, hey, thank you for the algorithm plug. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, thank you for the engagement. Okay, mm-hmm. well, we thank you so much, and we appreciate you, and we will see you around on uh, – we'll see you around. Till next time. Yes, yes, and, and next time, hopefully, I'll have more than just this <clears throat> blue buff like you and this dot in these um, – Rhode Island red mixes. I got like these crazy chicken mixes. I don't know what they are. But they lay pretty eggs. Hopefully I'll have more variety next time we speak. <laughs> yes, yes. It, be careful though, because chicken mouth is a is a virus. And once you get I, it, you're infected. It's, oh, it's, I, it's too late for me. It's too, late. too late for me. I have full blown CM. <laughs> I have full blown CM. I started with two, two uh, comets, two two uh, golden comets. I have seventeen chickens, four goats, five rabbits, two dogs. I'm getting. I uh, hate poor Racy. the The animals just took him out again. Well, we appreciate you, Reese. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm Mel, and you are listening to Wilma the Wonderhead. 